Welcome to the Highly Effective Man podcast hosted by former Navy SEAL turned life and fitness coach. I'm your host, JP Bolwan. This podcast is your resource for unlocking the healthiest, most productive, and highly effective man within you. Let's go. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me today. I'm super excited to bring to you this podcast today. Uh, it's something that I've been working on uh, because it has a lot to do with um, my program and, and, and my coaching. And so, but before I get to that, I just want to tell you guys that th- this past week, I spent a, a week in Florida uh, surrounded by a bunch of coaches and business owners. And the whole goal for the week was to work on your business and uh, take it to that next level. It was hosted by my business coach, Dave Moreno. Uh, he's a great dude, and uh, he's got a lot of great clients uh, that went to this this business retreat. Uh, and like I said, it was, it was well, it was supposed to be five days, but it took me about a day and a half to get there. Uh, that's a whole other story, but just, you know, canceled flights and delayed flights. But anyways, I got there and had a great experience, and... Um, have a whole lot of ideas and things that I want to bring uh, to my clients over the next uh, year or so. So super excited about that. I'm all fired up and you guys are catching me at a great time uh, with this podcast because this podcast has all the ingredients and all the concepts that I bring to my clients. And so when when you see the title of this podcast, you know it says uh, the ultimate guide to becoming highly effective so that you can perform when it matters most. Like that's that's exactly what I'm trying to do with my clients. I'm trying to uh, help them become the most effective version of themselves so that when uh, obstacles or anything comes their way, they can do things that most people would think is impossible. All right, and so as I was looking, uh, looking at info and, and different things that I wanted to talk about, I came across an article by Jim Lore and Tony Schwartz. I think it was uh, written back in 2001, so it's it's crazy how how much of this still applies. And the article is called "The Making of a Corporate Athlete," and it talks about techniques that they developed working with professional athletes that they use with. Uh, people in, in, in business, right? Or in, in the corporate field. And as I was reading it, I couldn't help to think about how much this applies to, to everybody, not just, you know, corporate people or not just athletes. I mean, it, it applies to everybody. And they spoke about helping people get to what they called an ideal performance state. And, you know, when they were doing this, it wasn't actually helping them on uh, the actual skills of playing sports, uh, you know, but the main objectives were to help them build endurance, strength, flexibility, self-control, and focus. And being able to increase capacity in these areas allows a person to take full advantage of the skills and talents that they already have. And, you know, this is not, this is not to say that you can't perform at a high level if you smoke, drink, or if you're out of shape. But the reality is, is that you can't perform at your full potential, right? It, it's going to come at a cost. 
And the foundation of achieving this ideal performance state is being able to mobilize energy on demand. And there's there's basically there's two key factors when it comes to being able to mobilize energy on demand. All right. The first is the balance between energy expenditure, so stress, and energy renewal recovery. Right. This reminds me of of what uh, Coach Bergner or my old weightlifting coach used to say is that you can't overtrain, you can only under-recover, right? So if you're always constantly in the gym, just working out, working out, working out, right? It's not it's not that you're overtraining, it's that you're just not letting your body any time to recover. And the second part of this, or the second key factor, is having habits and rituals that promote this oscillation between stress and recovery. And that, they have a sentence in here that I think is great because... It, it says, these rituals are precise, repeated regularly, consciously developed routines that become automatic over time, right? So they don't just try different things. These are, these are conscious decisions that they have made, right? And, and you can always think about, when you think about this, you can think about athletes and their rituals, right? How many athletes do you know have different rituals? Like if you think about a basketball player, at the foul line, right? They, they dribble the ball a certain amount of times. Maybe they spin it, then they shoot it. Or maybe tennis players in between shots, uh, they're, they're messing with the rackets. And, and you know, fighters like uh, Hicks and Gracie, right? The jiu-jitsu guy, a jiu-jitsu legend. You know, he would go up to the mountains before his fights. Or you can even think about like certain meals before game, right? These are all things that, that set the mood and allow you to focus in on what you need to focus on and and take the distractions out, right? And so there's no doubt about it that that life is tough, right? And we can't we can't we can't control most things in life, but the one thing that we can control is our internal state and what we bring to the table. And what Jim Lore and and Tony Schwartz developed was a concept, and they called it the high performance pyramid, and. Within this pyramid, there's different capacities that, that a person needs to focus on. And when I saw this, I was like, man, this is, this is just awesome. It's brilliant. Because um, it has all the components that I use in my coaching. And it just it kind of helped put it into something that's nice to look at and understand. And so I'm going to share that pyramid with you now. right? So if you can imagine a pyramid and the, the widest part at the bottom is the foundation well, at the bottom of that pyramid is what they call the physical capacity, right? And if you think about it, whenever you're in shape or you feel good about your body, just imagine that, right? Somebody that's in shape, they're confident, they they walk a different way, they they're happy, they're, you know, they have more energy throughout the day. And so in order to develop this capacity, you know, they say it's like you gotta work out, you gotta look at what you're eating, and you gotta make sure that you're sleeping right. Right. And then this working out can be anything from weightlifting to cardiovascular exercise. Um, You know, and the great thing is that CrossFit blends all of this. And if you're doing stuff like uh, martial arts, like jujitsu, I would still incorporate two to three weight sessions per week. And when it comes to eating, you know, you're looking at uh, just like what CrossFit says, right? Eat meat and vegetables, some fruit, little starch, no sugar to levels that will support exercise and not body fat, right? And these percentages 
should be anywhere between 30 to 40% protein, 30 to 40% carbs, and 30% fat, right? So as I'm going through these capacities, I, I put in what, what I believe is, is important and, and what I tell my clients is important, right? Sleeping, seven to eight hours of sleep, and you know things that you can do to improve your sleep are set a consistent time for going to bed and waking up. Uh, make sure to get, to get rid of any devices 30 to 60 minutes prior to bed, um, and just having you know a mattress or uh, a temperature that that helps you go to sleep. Right? We all know that if you're too cold or too hot, uh, you know, or <laughs> if <laughs> if you got your kids in the bed with you and they're kicking you in the head, what? Or is that just me? But you know, like that, that affects your sleep, right? So try to get good sleep and above the foundation there, right? So the foundation is your physical capacity. And then above that would be your emotional capacity, right? And this makes sense because when you think about your emotions and the feelings that you have, positive emotions ignite energy and negative emotions deplete energy, right? So if you're in a negative state, you're not going to want to take action. You're not going to want to do anything, right? And so one thing that you can think about right now is like, how do I currently respond to stress? Do you view it as a threat or could you view it as a challenge? So can you see how just changing that perception, how does that change the emotions that you might be having, right? And then when you are stressed, what rituals do you have in place? Do you have anything that you can go to that instantly relaxes you? You know, like deep breathing. You know, another thing that you can use is, is music. Music can be a great tool to change your emotional state. And one thing that I thought was fascinating that they talk about was, was body language and acting. And they said that they've done studies on people that were acting mad. And what they found was that they had the same physiological markers as someone who is really mad, you know? And so that, that applies with being happy and looking confident, right? If you guys saw me on, on, on Instagram, uh, this past week, we did an exercise at this retreat where, um, he talked about laughing yoga and, and we did this thing where it's like, okay, you're going to pretend to laugh, right? You're just going to fake laugh. And the funny thing is when you start to fake laugh, it's probably about three seconds in where you just start to really laugh, right? And it changes the way your body's feeling uh, and, and the energy that you're having. And, and so <laughs> I want to encourage you to go find me on Instagram at jpb.coaching and look at the reel where I, where I challenge you to not laugh and I just start laughing. It's, 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 it's a little disturbing, <laughs> but it's also funny, okay? So uh, you, you guarantee you'll start laughing and, and your energy will go up. All right. And then another thing too, is that, uh, for that emotional capacity is spending time with, with family and friends, right. That you enjoy. I mean, cause that, that can be rejuvenating, you know, most, most people that are busy, like this is always, or not always, but I should say it's often one of the things that gets put to the end of the list, right? So, the challenge is to make this more of a priority so that you can feel better, which, which will then in turn allow you to perform better at work or on the field. Now, when you get above the emotional capacity, there's the mental capacity. And this is where we're looking to improve focus, time management, 
and positive and critical thinking skills. So some of the things that you can do here to improve that mental capacity are meditation, uh, deep breathing exercises, making sure that you have time for play, uh, rituals that encourage positive thinking, and visualization. I mean, I think visualizations is a huge one. Uh, making sure you set time aside to take care of yourself, like self-care, like massages and all that type of stuff. Like that's huge um, because if you're always go, 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 and you don't ever give yourself a break, you're going to burn out, right? And so you need these these things in place that allow you to recover so that you do have the energy to keep moving, right? And at the very tip of this pyramid is what they call spiritual capacity, right? And this is where you figure out what your deepest values are and define a strong sense of purpose. Because the truth is when when adversity hits or when something doesn't go your way, this is what you're going to lean on for motivation, focus, determination, and resilience, right? Let's just, you know, just to show you how powerful keep uh, connecting with a deeper purpose is, you know, you can think about how, how um, a woman can quit smoking when they become pregnant, right? But maybe they struggle, uh, you know, quitting smoking, you know, several times, but as soon as they become pregnant, they're, they're able to fix their eating habits, they're able to stop drinking, they're able to stop smoking instantly, right? They didn't have to struggle or anything like that because they have a deeper purpose, right? And so when you're thinking about your goals, think about what's, what's my values? What's, what's my deepest purpose or what's my deeper purpose that's going to help me get there, right? A lot of times just knowing that something's unhealthy or feelings of guilt and even experiencing negative effects physically isn't enough to change behaviors, right? Um, I tell my clients all the time that the number on the scale, that's not enough to keep you motivated. It's got to be something deeper. Like I want to be around for my kids or my kids' kids. It's got to be, I want to be able to do this when I'm 80 or, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's, it's that deeper purpose that's going to take you where you need to go. Right. And (laughs) the crazy thing is, is that this, when you start looking at the spiritual capacity and what your deeper values are, this is going to require you to jump out of that rat race and take time for reflection, right? Instead of living from one deadline to the other, you know, you have to actually slow down and start writing, start journaling, whatever it is, meditating so that you can understand what this deeper purpose is that, that, that you're going after, right? And so some of the things that can help you to pause and breathe and reflect include meditation, journal writing, uh, prayer, and service to others. You know, and each of these can also serve as a sur- a source of recovery, right? And so that high performance pyramid just breaks it down, uh, I think, perfectly in that it shows you these different areas that you know, you can focus on so that you can perform your best when it matters the most. Now, the one thing that I would add to this that that they don't really cover 
is coaching, right? I am a firm, firm believer in coaching. I've experienced myself, like whenever I want to go after something, I, I want to find the best coach I can to, to get me where I need to go, right? And, um, you know, for instance, like I, I, I started taking jujitsu here on Kauai, right? Like I wanted to go to the best jujitsu school I could find, right? So I asked around, I talked to different people and, and you know, I settled on, on a school here on, on Kauai uh, because, you know, everybody there, they're, they're welcoming and, and they go hard. I love it. And so same thing with, with my business. I wanted to find a, a business coach that's going to help me uh, grow, that's going to help me take my coaching to another level. I did that as well, right? When it came to uh, training uh, my speed and agility uh, before I played football, I went and found a, a speed and agility coach. Like coaching, it's like you can do all this stuff on your own. You could probably Google and, and um, find different programs to follow, but when you have somebody that's successful and they've helped other people become successful in whatever it is and has, you know, has laid it out for you. Um, why not go and find a coach that's going to help you do what you want to do. Right. And so the one thing that they say that, um, the, the one thing that they say that is like the glue that holds all these together is the habits and rituals that you develop, right? And if you think about the book, Atomic Habits, you know, he talks about all these, you know, 1% changes over a period of time, like these atomic habits, like there's, they seem so small and insignificant, but over time they, they develop a huge, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like a huge change, right? And, and it's, it's these little increments that lead to something big, right? And the thing the, the little increments are going to be the habits and rituals that you put in place that are going to help you with your physical capacity. They're going to help you with your emotional capacity. They're going to help you with your mental capacity and your spiritual capacity, right? Habits and rituals are huge. And when you focus on developing these rituals and capacities, it's going to allow you to perform at your highest level. I mean, we live in a world where our attention and our time are pulled in a million different directions. You know, and when you can set boundaries, rituals that allow you to find balance and spend time on the things that matter most to you, you will find the energy you need when you need it your when you need it the most to perform your best. Right? And so Really look at your day-to-day and look at the things that you're doing. Like one thing that I thought was pretty awesome in in the book, uh, Atomic Habits, right? He says, just write down everything you do throughout the day, right? For, you know, a couple days, right? Like I get up at five, I brush my teeth, I go down, make my coffee, um, you know, just all these things that you do. And then after the day's end, you can look at each thing that you wrote down and write a plus, a minus, or an equals, right? And a plus is that, okay, this is helping me. Um, A negative is this is not helping me. And then an equals would be just neutral, right? And then you can look at all these different things that you do throughout the day, and you can decide, okay, 
what are the habits that I want to keep and what are the habits that I need to get rid of, right? So if uh, coming home and opening the fridge when I'm not hungry, like if I, if I wrote down like, okay, get off work, drive home, step inside the house, uh, open the fridge, like I could stop and think like, is this a habit that is helping me? Or is it hurting me? Especially if I'm trying to lose weight. Like, how, how, is, how, does this, how does this help for me to get to where I want to be? Right? So having a focus, you know, and I call this the ultimate guide because all you need to focus is on is these four things and, and a fifth thing, which I say is coaching, uh, to help you manage these four things. Just to, I guess, tie it up you know, this, this high performance pyramid is huge, right? Looking at your physical capacity, your emotional capacity, your mental capacity, and your spiritual capacity. And each one of those can be broken down with different habits and rituals that are going to improve each one of those capacities. Now, if you're looking for somebody to help you do that, I'm happy to help you do that. If you're looking for ideas, or you want to try and get things done on your own, then look at everything that I talked about, right? The meditation, the deep breathing, uh, scheduling time for yourself, your family, all of that. But the, one th- the two things that I want you to get out of this is that if you want to be a high performer, you have to look at how you're spending your energy and also how you're recovering, right? And then the second part of that is what rituals and what habits do you have in place that allow you to have energy expenditure and then also recovery. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. It's a quick one, but this is going to be a podcast that I constantly go back to because this podcast is basically what my program is, all right? This is how I help people become highly effective. You know, we take habits and rituals, we look at what's going on in in their lives, and we turn it around. We get them to where they want to be by putting these systems in place so that they can be where they want to be. All right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. If, As always, if you like this podcast, if you found it useful, Please share it with others. I mean, that's that's the biggest compliment you can do for me, right? Is listening to this podcast, uh, finding value in it, and then sharing it with somebody else. You know, if you want to do uh, something further, you can rate it on whatever platform you're you're listening to, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. Uh, go ahead and and you know, give me a, a five star review or whatever it is. And, and write something in there, what you like about it, what you think about it. Uh, and uh, I appreciate it, you know, but most of all, share this with other people and uh, let's grow this thing. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next week. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Highly Effective Man podcast. If you enjoyed or learned something on this episode, do me a favor and share this with somebody who you think needs to hear it. And one last thing, if you want to work with me as your coach to help you get fit, be more productive, and in general, just be the most effective version of yourself, head over to my site, higherlevelcoaching.co, 
Once again, that's higherlevelcoaching.co and schedule a call with me there. Thank you again. Let's go.